Happy Christmas. Welcome to this recorded service for Christmas Day, the 25th of December, 2020. My name is Peter Walker, and I'm pleased to include in this service Bible readings by Fritha Middlemiss, prayers written by Hazel Mumford and read by Judith Meehan, and carols recorded by the St. Martin's Singers. St. Luke writes... I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. Our opening hymn is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. In our hearts and minds, we kneel with the shepherds before the newborn Christ child, and we open our hearts 
in penitence and faith, saying together, Most merciful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we confess that we have sinned in thought, word and deed. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy, forgive what we have been. Help us to amend what we are and direct what we shall be that we may do justly, love mercy and walk humbly with you, our God. Amen. May the love, may the God of love and power forgive you and free you from your sins, heal and strengthen you by his Spirit, and raise you to new life in Christ our Lord. Amen. The Collect for Christmas Day Lord Jesus Christ, your birth at Bethlehem draws us to kneel in wonder at heaven-touching earth. Accept our heartfelt praise as we worship you our Saviour and our eternal God. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 9. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onwards and for evermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Gospel of St Luke, chapter 2. In those days a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there the time came for her to deliver her child and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. 
Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favours. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Thanks be to God. Lord, we ask you to speak your wonderful truth into our hearts and lives this Christmas time. Help us to put our lives in your service. In Jesus' name. Amen. It seems as though everything has been messed up. This Christmas we are all feeling a considerable amount of uncertainty. But then that is what Mary and Joseph felt. They certainly hadn't planned to have a baby yet, conceived before the wedding. But their Christmas plans had been disrupted again and again. Well, then there was no room in any house. They'd ended up in a stable and in a town they didn't really know. And now the baby was on the way. It seemed almost as though there was a new crisis every day. A bit, I suppose, like having a pandemic on top of a Brexit, on top of a port closure. But, of course, all their plans had been changed by the latest change in government policy. Do we know anything about that in 2020? The whim of the emperor had brought them to Bethlehem. And then, of course, they lived in dangerous times. Don't keep the hygiene and the distancing rules. You could get sick. You could even die. In Mary and Joseph's case, the biggest danger was probably the occupying Roman army. Some soldiers could be very violent if you upset them. You might not live to tell the tale. Some years ago, the American author Madeleine Longle wrote, He did not wait till the world was ready, till men and nations were at peace. He came when the heavens were unsteady and prisoners cried out for release. Now, of course, the uncertainty we feel this year might be considered more or less normal for three-quarters of the world's population. But for God, times of 
Change are times of opportunity. It is at times like this that God so often chooses to act. In such times, he was born in Bethlehem. And in fact, in this last year, we have seen the Christian church, which was being so despised, rightly criticised for past abuses, suddenly come to the fore in relieving poverty, feeding the hungry in our own land. Jesus' first coming was to the poor, and you could say that through the church, alongside others, he cares for the poor today. Okay, so unusual times in history do not prevent God doing something. But what is God doing? The angel said, To you is born a Saviour, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This is good news of great joy for everybody. Looking back at that first Christmas, I would say that there was no immediate political revolution. The people still faced abuse from Roman soldiers. They still had to pay taxes to Roman emperors. And there was no sudden economic miracle either. No new wealth for the poor. There was no sudden end to injustice or sickness or death. So what was the good news? Consider what was happening at Bethlehem. God was being born as a human baby. 900 years before this event, the great King Solomon had built the first temple and he, at its dedication, quite rightly said, No one can really build a house for our God. Not even the highest of heavens can hold him. You'll find that in 2 Chronicles, chapter 2, verse 6. In other words, you can't confine God. And yet, this, this is what God chooses. God chooses to be confined for nine months in Mary's womb. Jesus is the Word of God who spoke creation into being. And yet the wonder of this event is that he must learn to speak again. And did he once, as the second person of the Trinity, stride amongst the galaxies? Now he must learn to walk. John says, in him was life. He is the giver of all life. Yet the conclusion of this incarnation will be to be nailed to a gallows and give his life. This is the good news, that God himself comes into this life, into this mess, into this Brexit, into this pandemic, into these conspiracy theories, God comes and God stays. God lives with us. 
God dies for us. And yes, God does conquer death and sickness, fear and loneliness. Because God has come, nothing will ever be the same again. But just like when the angel went to Mary, God gives us a choice whether to join in or not. Mary said yes to this child inside her with all the love and hardship, agony and joy that that entailed. And shortly afterwards, Joseph said yes to taking Mary and her unborn child as his own. That was costly too. The angels told the shepherds about the baby, but even the shepherds had to say yes to going to find him. We today have to say yes too, today and tomorrow and the next day. God will not force his way in where hearts are shut. Indeed, God will not redeem lives that only reject his every act of love. Here and now, God will not use us to bring light and hope in the dark times in these villages unless we are willing to say yes, to give our lives too. Recently, I know many millions of people were touched by a TV piece that showed Pastor Mick Fleming and his friend Father Alex in Bolton feeding the hungry and caring for those in need. Let me ask, what could God be asking you to do? Surely this country needs earnest prayer. Surely this country needs the work of caring agencies and individuals. Surely this country needs the hope that only God can bring. What might God be calling you to do? Will you say yes to God? Amen. Our next hymn is O Little Town of Bethlehem, How Still We See Thee Lie.
let us declare our faith in God. We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God the Son, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. As we celebrate the birth of Jesus, let us pray with thankful hearts that he came into the world in person. Lord, we pray for your worldwide church. Keep close to you all who preach your word. We also pray for our government and all leaders in authority, that they will be guided by you and bring peace to your world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, as we spend time remembering you, be with us whether we are with family or friends. We pray for those who are on their own. May your love be with us all at this special time. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we pray for all those who are ill, whether they are at home, hospital or care homes. Give strength to all who care for the sick. May your love and healing surround them all. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we pray for all who have died recently and those whose anniversary falls at this time. Comfort those who mourn. May they know their loved ones are at peace with you. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we give you thanks for your love poured out to each of us each day, for all the many blessings of the past year and for all the good things that you have enabled us to do. May the Lord's blessings surround us every day. May we trust the Lord as we walk in his way. May his presence keep us from sin. Go in peace, joy and love. Amen. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Our final hymn is Joy to the World, the Lord is Come.
may the joy of the angels, the eagerness of the shepherds, the perseverance of the wise men, the obedience of Joseph and Mary, and the peace of the Christ child be yours this Christmas. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.